plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Welcome into the Locked on Bengals podcast. Happy Monday to you. I'm James Erpine on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. Hopefully you had a great weekend. It's a beautiful day here in Cincinnati. I just got back from Paul Brown Stadium and we got some interviews for you this week. You're going to hear from Andy Dalton today, Joe Mixon tomorrow, and rookie defensive end Jordan Willis on Wednesday. Boom. Audio you get here that you're not going to get anywhere else. An exclusive Bengals Daily podcast. And here's the thing. And yeah, you're going to get bits and pieces of it. Uh, obviously, there are other media members that, that talked to Andy today. But what we try to do, if you're new to Locked on Bengals, we're going to give you different perspectives. I'm going to try to give you as much insight as you can get behind the scenes. I'll take you behind the scenes. And, and today, you're going to get Andy's thoughts on the offensive line. Obviously, they moved on, or the offensive lineman, Kevin Zeitler, Andrew Whitworth, moved on. A lot of people have talked about that. Andy discusses that as well as John Ross, Joe Mixon, and a bunch more. So thank you for tuning in today. I, I think it's interesting because this team right now, OTAs are just over a week away, and those are mandatory, and all the, the guys will be there. Th- there's one thing I, I want to mention. I, I just saw today Joe Mixon in person, and for those excited about the, the talent that Joe has on the field, I'll tell you right now, that dude is huge, huge. He's 20 years old, and he's bigger than Jeremy Hill. He's thicker than Jeremy Hill. He's more cut than Jeremy Hill, and obviously he's faster, apparently. And there's nothing wrong with Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill actually looks good, lost some weight this offseason. But it just shows you the, the potential that Joe Mixon has if he gets uh, and reaches it. I, the Bengals drafted a player with uber potential. You'll hear from him tomorrow on the Locked on Bengals podcast. But let's get to Andy Dalton. I, I talked to him. And you'll hear my voice a couple times in this, but there's like, just to set the scene, maybe I'll take a video next time and just use the audio for the podcast and tweet it out or something. But there's 18 people around Andy Dalton, and there's cameras, and there's phones, and there's recording devices, and there's microphones, and there's just, so you just get get your mic in there, get your recording device in there, and ask a question when you can. Here's Andy Dalton today when he met with the media. You'll hear myself and a bunch of other people talking to the Bengals quarterback. Uh, hey, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since uh, the draft, and this team added two really good weapons for the offense. Just your thought on the amount of talent that this team is adding to what was already a dangerous offense. Yeah, I felt like uh, you know we did a good job with the draft. I think uh, you know the guys we brought in, we were adding some speed, and uh, guys that are really talented that should help us this year. So uh, I'm excited about uh, the pieces that we have, and you know, and uh, the, the new additions that we've got coming in. Obviously, John Ross uh, gets a lot of attention for his speed. As a quarterback, what kind of a difference can he make for this team? Oh, he can be a, a big difference. Uh, I think just from a guy that can, you know, everybody's going to know about him. Everybody's going to know the speed that he has, and uh, you could back guys off. You got a chance to, when they come up, play tight. You got a, a chance to run by him, and um, I mean, we got the fastest guy in the NFL. So, uh, I mean, obviously, that's, that's, that's a, a good thing to have. 
Thanks, Les. You guys always talk about establishing timing with these the new people. How important is that with a guy whose speed is next level like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's big. I think that's just with, with anybody. Um, but I'm anxious to see, you know, what, what that speed feels like. And uh, when he can get around and he can start doing stuff, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm anxious to do that. But I think the big thing is getting that timing down, making sure uh, he's in the right spot exactly where I want him to be. And it may just be a little bit quicker than some of the other guys. There's... It seems like there's excitement for you to, to have more weapons. I mean, as a quarterback, the idea of having more weapons has to, I would think, excite anyone. Yeah, I don't think any quarterbacks complain about having having more guys that uh, they, they can do a lot. So uh, I'm excited, and I mean, right now, once we get to OTAs, you get a chance to actually start practicing and doing some things that uh, that we'll be doing during the year. I think it'll be it'll be good to get those guys learning and get them up to speed. There seems to be a little bit of concern outside of the building about losing two really good offensive linemen on this team. You're replacing with two young guys. Are you concerned at all about the offensive line picking up where it used to be and how productive it was? No, I feel like these guys have put in a lot of work. And I think it's just going to be a little bit uh, a new new line than, than what we've had um, in years past. But uh, those guys have done everything that, that, they've, that they're supposed to do during the offseason is uh, you know they've put in a lot of time, put in a lot of work, and so um, you know it's, hopefully it'll it'll pay off once we can get practicing and get going again. Uh, I think I think it'll really show. Thanks, Andy. Yep. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Watch the film. Of, the film at eleven. Right, right there. <laughs> Add a guy like Joe Mixon, um, one that excels at kind of catching passes. And I guess you guys can rotate him and Bernard in. How does that help throw the defense off? Because I guess you're not indicating, you know, so much what you're going to do with a certain running back. That makes sense. Yeah. But Jeremy yeah. would be more typical running the ball if he's in versus Mixon could probably. You have no idea what. It's yeah, if, I mean, from what I, I saw in college, and I think one of the big reasons we brought you know him in is because he can do both. And anytime you get a guy that's versatile. Um, like you said, you're not tipping anything. Uh, could be running the ball, you could be throwing it. So um, I think it'd be big. The biggest thing for him is coming in and pick up everything quickly. And um, how, if he picks it up quick, the the quicker he picks things up, I think the the more we'll be able to do with him. What are you just looking at? A, I mean, I'm sure you've had a chance to kind of sit back and look at after the draft. Uh, do you think you're change? How how changed do you think you are? I think we're faster, <laughs> obviously. Um, you know, when it, you know, with John Ross's speed, I think that'll be a a big factor. Teams are going to have to know where he is just because of that speed, uh, and it, it may level up some of these safeties with with AJ. You know, everybody's tilting to, towards AJ, and uh, now when you got a guy that can run like he can, you know, you got you got a, a big threat going deep. So. Uh, I think that, that's one of the big things that, that we'll have is uh, more speed on the field. Does Joe change it too, do you think? Uh, Mixon? Does, does, does Mixon change Yeah, I, I think he, you know, just the, his versatility and able, able to you know, run and catch, I think that, that's going to be big. It's the third offensive coordinator you've had. How noticeable is that difference in year two with a guy? Maybe a bit, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's for him, this is the first time doing it. And so um, going back and watching, he's seeing things that uh, we could have done better as an offense, things that he could have done better, things that we could have maybe streamlined, things that, uh, you know, all the different things that you, that you think about during the, during the season or, or during the off season after watching the season. So, um, you know, I expect this to take a big jump. And 
I, th I think with the talent that we have, we, we can do that. Does it still feel a little new with, with the new weapons? I'm sure that it's going to be look a little different this year than it did last year. Yeah, I mean, anytime we're, we're adding some, some new guys, it's, it'll be a little, a little different. But like I said, the quicker we can get up to speed with everybody, uh, the better it will be. So, you know, everybody points to 2011 as a kind of a point when things changed for this franchise. Um, it's been pretty fairly status quo since then. Is this is this season kind of like the closest thing to the biggest change, biggest overhaul you've seen offensively? Uh, I mean, we we got a, we we're younger, yeah. But I think we lost two guys on offense, right? We lost Witt and Kevin, yeah. And so, um, yeah, they'd been here a while, but I wouldn't say that's a complete overhaul of the offense. I, mean, I think it's a big change. I think in 2011 is different because you had a different quarterback, you had a different receiver that yeah. you know than, than what everybody's used to, and uh, you know a couple of new things there. So um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a it's a huge overall you know big change, but I mean some of the guys that have been here for a, a while aren't here anymore. Yeah. But you had, you had years though where it was a core of AJ, Marvin, Muhammad. And last year, Brandon Tyler come in. This year, now John's going to come in the mix. Joseph in the mix. How different is that for you, though? That you you had to have new parts the last couple of years and adjust to those parts. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a big thing. I mean, when you had you know you had AJ Martin Mo for four years, and uh, you know now it's you know AJ Brandon and Tyler, and now we're adding John and adding a couple more pieces. So um, now it, it'll be a little different, but I mean I think it's. The more it's just how it, how it's going to be for us. I mean, with the, I think the depth and then trying to improve at positions and try to get better. I think that's, that's how it has to be. I guess the fact that you're the same and the system is the same. I guess those are two two big things. Yeah, I think that's big. I think uh, you know, I think it's been nice with all the the yeah. This is our third coordinator, but the system has the basis of the system has stayed consistent, and so uh, it's been easier for everybody just moving forward. How do you make life easier for Boyhe and Fisher? I can get the ball out of my hands uh, quick. I can uh, find ways to get incompletions, and uh, but I, I totally expect them to get their job done. I don't have any. I'm not going in saying, "Oh, I've got to be completely different." Um, no, they're they're going to be just fine. How much at the beginning of the year when AJ was healthy? Were defenders adding extra coverage towards him? I guess what percentage would you say you saw that? Well, I mean, every game you're getting you're, you're getting it. It's just you know how, what's this team going to do this week? Uh, I think that's one thing that you see with him. Every team's either going to tilt the safety, they're going to put two guys on him, they're going to uh, cloud his side. I mean, there's there's a, a bunch of different ways that you can do it, and we're going to see it every week. And so um, it's just what, whatever the defense's scheme that that week and uh, the way that they want to try to take him away. He still had absurd numbers. I mean, he had ridiculous numbers before he got hurt. He didn't have Marvin. He didn't have Eifert. Right. I mean, you know, and he still put up. Yeah, I think if, you know, if he didn't get hurt, you know, you could speculate. He, he was probably having the best year of his career right. uh, from a numbers standpoint. And so, even, though um, even though he's probably getting the most coverage. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you can still find different ways to get him the ball. And, uh, you know, he did a good job of getting open. And making tough catches too. When you got more guys on you and guys leaning your ways, it's uh, you got to make tougher catches. Adding speed in the draft does that make it easier for you to get the ball out a little quicker? You think? I know. Obviously, you don't know. You've never yeah. played with Ross yet, right? Anything, but yeah, I mean, I think that it, it should help. I mean, I think it's all about timing and uh, making sure guys in the right spot, right place, at the right time, and I'm putting the ball in the right spot. Is the idea of AJ? I mean, he seemed irritated that he was hurt and couldn't finish the year. He's a little motivated. Is it interesting to 
what what do you think that may mean? I mean, you've played with them for so long, but yet here's a, here's this guy that status again a little little irritated and motivated, I guess a, a little more so. That I, I guess does that kind of I imagine it bodes well for you in the offense, but he, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a different year and it was a different ending for his year. Um, he still puts in you know, ever since I've. We've, we've been here and ever since he's been in the NFL and he's put in the, the work in the offseason and so you know I don't see a huge change in him because it's, it's just normal for him uh, you know maybe in his in his head and his mind it might be a little different because he didn't wasn't able to finish the year and but um, I mean he's always been a hard worker when they, when they draft a guy like Mixon, is it, is it a situation where you're saying, I don't want to have any preconceived notions, I want to let the kid get here, meet him for myself, and, and have you sat down and had conversations with him? Yeah, I just I met him for the first time today. I've sent him a, a, a few texts and different things just after we drafted him and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he, I think he understands the situation that he's in and, uh, and, and what he did, and I think he's tried to do everything he can to uh, – uh, you know, make it as good as as, as it can be, and uh, so um, it's unfortunate that it happened. But uh, you know, I think we've got a, a lot of great guys in this locker room, a lot of great people that will can surround him and making sure he's doing all the right things. But um, I think it's good for him to come in here and get into a locker room, get around guys, and uh, get back to playing football again. Were you were you uncomfortable with the pick, or are you as you know AJ was talking about that, you know? He's, he believes in second chances. Um, you know, is that kind of how you come down on it? Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Um, you know, he's been given a second chance. People may say, "Well, I wish he wasn't here." People may say, "Glad he's here." He's here regardless. And so, I think now for me, I'm going to be the best teammate I can be. That uh, be someone that can show him how to uh, handle yourself. And uh, like I said, we've got a lot of guys in this locker room that. Um, can show him the right way to do things, and uh, you know, I think he's willing, and I hope he's willing. Uh, and if he's, and if he is, then uh, he could have a good long career because he's a talented player. That's something obviously gets talked about a lot in the media and things like that. But when a player comes in with a pass like that, does that even really get discussed in the locker room? You know, with him, is it kind of just you're here now or moving forward? I think some guys sense. will have a conversation with him, but it's not something that uh, has been talked about. Um, so. I mean, that's just, it just kind of depends who wants to have that conversation with. You said you talking, you said you texting him a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, with, right after the draft and then just through uh, through the rookie camp. So uh, I'm glad the rookies are here. Yeah. Getting to work now. Yeah, yeah. What'd you, what'd you send them during the camp, during the rookie camp you stayed? Just uh, asking how things were going yeah. and, uh, and yeah. stuff. So just kind of checking up on them. Yeah. Big brother. That's my that's my role now. <laughs> I can be the big brother. Would you rather be called that than dad? Yeah. Well, except the fact that he said he's 20 and I turned 30 this year. So that <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna be 10 years older than you, bud. <laughs> that's right. Andy Dalton, 30, or about to be 30. So you look at it from that perspective, and and I'm just going to tie it into why I like this Bengals offseason the most. What they did is they said, hey, we have a quarterback in his prime, 30 years old. We have a Pro Bowl, all-pro, potential Hall of Fame wide receiver in A.J. Green in his prime. Let's get some other pieces around them so they can go be great in a league that rewards offense, in a league that offenses, like it or not, are a big, 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 huge part of winning. Atlanta last year, like their defense, fast, young, 
That's not why they were there. They were there because that offense was putting up points on points on points on points on points. And they should have won the Super Bowl if not for some silly play calling and some Tom Brady and Bill Belichick greatness down the stretch. So what the Bengals did, they added a bunch of speed. They did exactly what they needed to do to potentially get better, get back to the playoffs as quick as they possibly could. Offensive linemen wouldn't have helped that. Pass rusher early, bad value. They got someone in Jordan Willis who was projected to be a a mid-round two pick, I would say, the general consensus. They get him in round three. Carl Lawson, the highest player rated on their board, they were considering or they were trying to trade up, according to reports, to get him. They get him in round four. Bengals pass rush, better. Offense, better. This team, better. Now it's about putting it together. And uh, one piece of that that I think is going to have a big role in the Bengals in, in returning to the playoffs this season, if they're able to, it's Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, you'll hear from him tomorrow. Talked a, a bunch about a, a bunch of different stuff, including um, his, his former teammate, uh, Jordan Evans, that's on the team now. It's form, Well, his current teammate, I guess, but his former teammate from Oklahoma who now joined him in Cincinnati going up against Tim, going to the Rookie Symposium. So you'll hear that on tomorrow's show. Until then, you can subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. Follow on Twitter, at LockedOnBengals, at James Rapine. And with off-season OTAs, the mandatory OTAs coming up, we're your one-stop shop. So if you're a Bengals fan and you just tuned in, subscribe. If you know Bengals fans out there that like podcasts like this, we're coming at you daily, Monday through Friday. I'm James Rapine. Subscribe on iTunes, audioboom.com. And until tomorrow, when you'll hear from Bengals running back Joe Mixon, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast.